calling all lovers of mystery and fans of a good story. If you haven't already heard me talk about June's journey, you're in for a treat. It's time to don your detective hat in this free hidden object mobile game that delves into the captivating journey of June Parker, a self-proclaimed detective on a quest to unravel the mystery surrounding her sister's untimely death. In June's journey, you get to play as June, deciphering clues and unveiling secret plots within thousands of beautifully illustrated scenes. And did I mention it's set in the glitzy 1920s? New chapters are added weekly, so you will never run out of new thrills to uncover, and you can also personalize and decorate your very own Orchid Island where the story takes place. How sharp are your detective skills? Find out when you download June's Journey on your Android or iOS device, or play online via Facebook games. Your detective journey awaits. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving god, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. I know, I'd be afraid of like hurting someone's feelings. Yeah, if they, if they submit a song and we're like, we can't. You're just that. gonna get like 55 ukulele covers. Yeah, of yeah. Of, like original <laughs> song, right? Like so many ukuleles. Yeah, just like a baritone ukulele cover because like yeah. that's a normal thing to own. Wait, is that a thing? A baritone ukulele? Yeah, I do have one. Like <gasps> oh, that's I'm pretty not, cool. I'm yes. that asshole. That's in like awesome. the queer woman starter pack. It is. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm ducking out, you're ducking out Let's duck out together See what it's all about Ducking out, ducking out, ducking out, ducking out Hi, and welcome to Diking Out, the podcast that keeps finding new ways to lean into lesbian stereotypes. I'm Carolyn Bergier. <laughs> I'm Sarah York. And today we are diking out with Amelia Christensen about our dikiest topic yet, woodworking. Finally. Finally. <laughs> it was only a matter of time. Uh, Amelia is a queer, non-binary woodworker and cat enthusiast who works and lives in Brooklyn. Uh, they also put on the See You Next Tuesday happy hour for the queer community at a cool bar called a $3 bill in Brooklyn. Yeah, I've yeah, performed I've heard of that there. Place. Yeah. yeah, it has like a, um, a sister bar in um, the the East Village Phoenix okay. bar. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah. Oh, I didn't realize those two bars were like related. Cool. Yeah, yeah, I didn't know that too until yeah. someone told me, but I went to both of them like around Halloween time. I'm like, oh, these two gay bars have like very similar decor. Yeah. Like Halloween decor. Oh, cool, yeah. Even though Halloween decor is kind of like similar in general, like yeah. you don't have too much variation on cobwebs, but for some reason, I'm like, oh, how weird. Yeah. But it's not weird. Anyway, a couple quick announcements. Our first show at Stonewall, our live diking out at Stonewall stand-up show is going to be January 28th, um, featuring past guests and a future guest. We have Pat Brown, Sarah Kennedy, Claudia Kogan, and uh, Paris Sachet, who uh, she's a very... Busy lady, and we're mm-hmm. having troubles nailing her down for the podcast, but she is going to um, do the live show first. She was a new face at Montreal Just for Laughs, which is like a big, like these are, you know, the stand-ups mm-hmm. that are going to um, be blowing up soon. Oh, I, yeah. I think she has a Netflix um, 
one of those like 15 minute sets yeah. on Netflix like uh, like Emma Wilman had. Cool. Um, so she's very funny. We're excited about that. And uh, I think this is happening that Jill Sobiel, who was on last week's episode, is going to be performing and closing out the show. Yes. Um, I'm so, so excited about that because she, I mean, Sarah and I were so lucky to get uh, an exclusive performance in studio yeah. and it's just such a joy to listen to her perform. Yeah. And I actually, she was telling us about how she performed at um, club coming on new year's and she posted some of it on her Instagram and she rocks so hard. Mm-hmm. She's so awesome. I want to achieve a lock to like rock out to Jill Sobule in the same room as Alan coming. That's right. Pretty, that's like, the gayest thing I can imagine doing. That's Queer amazing. Come true. Yeah. yeah. And I, I also love that she was like, and then I left right after because it was too claustrophobic. I was like, what a like, yeah. gay That's thing so to cool. do. What yeah. a queer lady move of like, this is like too much a party this for is me. too much. I'm leaving. I did my cool thing. Yep. It's over. That's how I feel. Cats to feed. <laughs> cats to feed. Right. You gotta, you gotta feed the cats. Oh man. That was when, uh, when Cecilia and I first hooked up. Mm-hmm. And her cat was like sick, so she she's like, I need to go and feed my cat. I mean, the night had to come to an end anyway. Mm-hmm. And but she was kind of drunk, and uh, the cat bit her, <laughs> and she came to work with a with a finger injury. Which oh my god, I was very concerned about because I was like, <laughs> I want to start sleeping with her, but now her fingers have like cat bites yeah. all over them. That is, is an bad. exclusively a queer lady thing. It made me hate cats <laughs> even more. My apologies, right. Amelia, it's but I, I'm not a fan of the feline. They're okay. I'm kind of They're cute. I've, I like I've pictures of them. I moved into neutral territory with cats. Yeah. I don't have a problem with them. I, I'm okay with them. I just do not want one. Yeah. Like, yeah. can't. I lived with one once and forget it. But I also think that if I did get one, I would be like instantly in love with it and be obsessed with it. And yeah, I know. It's good training in like emotional neglect. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I love uh, it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I feel like I feel like cats do have like queer lady attitude. Oh yeah, cats are absolutely queer ladies. Like, but but, but, but like lesbians. the ones the ones that are like intimidating. That you know, yeah, like, ugh, some I, cats are more. Bush no matter than others, what I, think. I do, this cat does not like me, and yeah. I don't know what I did wrong. But they just so have cats this are vibe every other me. woman who's at Cubby Hole. If I'm there. <laughs> wow, yeah, none of these ladies like me. No one here likes me, but I'm just going to sit here anyway, I guess. You know, sometimes <laughs> we, we get messages from listeners that are like, I'm coming to New York and I guess um, I shouldn't go to Cubby Hole. So where should I go? I was like, no, no. You but should I, still I go to Cubby Hole. Yeah, 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 Cubby Hole just not on like a Friday or Saturday night when it's right. like around the corner crazy. Yeah. Like, yeah. If there's a line, absolutely don't no, go. No, like go on like a weekday. Like a, like a Tuesday. Like no, no. Tuesday, Tuesday's the cheap margarita yeah. day. Yeah, I know. But that gets, that gets wild that also. Gets oh, it does? I haven't yeah. been there in a long time. If you get I signed there, my lease in Cubby Hole on a Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> that is an achievement unlocked right there. It's one of the one of That's the queer things I've done in my life. Yeah. Wait, wait. Is That's there gotta be top Is five. there more to the story? Like Oh no, just like just, just literally we happened to both be in the na- we happened to both be in the neighborhood and we were like, All right, I guess we're gonna do this. Let's meet at Cubby Hole. <laughs> yeah. Let's get a two for one margarita. Yeah, it's like it's half off a two for one, let's go. That's good. You know, if I if I lived in the West Village, I'd probably I only want to make major decisions at Cubby Hole. Yeah. Like that's I think that's the way to go. That's where you sign everything. Yeah. <laughs> it's honestly the only time I've enjoyed being there, like, fully. Because it's just, like, there was, like, four other people in there. What That's when it's fun. When it's I would really, love it right when if they it was empty. Open. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's just, like, it's such a small space. Mm-hmm. And, like, everybody's just, like, trying to get to and away from the bathroom at the same time. Yeah. yeah. And it's just, <laughs> like, which is 
four inches away from the bar. (laughs) And then there's like, just like that mirrored back alcove that like tricks you into thinking there's more space and there's not. And you're like, yeah. I've been tricked every multiple time. times by that because I don't know why, yeah. but I think that every time I see it, I'm like, oh, there's a whole other. Oh, no, it's not really. No, it's it's literally just the it's end of a hallway. <laughs> yeah. It's like a hallway dead end. <laughs> Man, you know what uh, bar is growing on me is Henrietta Hudson, just because I've done some shows there recently yeah, and my hate for know. it is dissipated a little bit. I think, I don't know. I think that might be another one. I think the key is just not on weekends, like anywhere, you know? But that's also the, yeah. the case for, like, every single place in the world. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. go there on weekends. I don't know. I experience more, like, butch posturing at Henrietta Hudson's <laughs> than anywhere else. Where, like, so, like, inevitably when I walk in there, somebody squares up to me. And it's like, no, I'm just here because my friend convinced me to pay $7 for a cider that I don't really want. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I'm going to switch to Bud Light and, and be just... disappointed to find out that it is also $7. I was going like, to say, $7 for a cider. Was there a special? Is yeah. there a happy hour? I don't know about. Butch posturing. That's great. You walk yeah. in. And it's just like the queerest West Side story you've like, ever seen. The, le- the, so le- the leather jackets square up to one another, and it's like, yeah. I'm sorry, I'm not here to steal your women. I'm really not. Yeah, I didn't There's, mean to. I didn't mean even mean to come here today. Away. There's so much <laughs> attitude at, at Henrietta yeah. Hudson. There's like so much like there's. The, the book squaring it's, up, but then yeah. there, there's other kind of energy too. Like the the show that I did there, it was a uh, Wanjiko Eke's show, who's mm-hmm. been a guest and. Um, we got there and it was kind of empty. And then there was like, for some weird yet wonderful reason, half the lesbians in there were wearing suits. Um, and oh, great. yeah, it was great. That was a treat. Yeah, it, it was a treat, but one definitely looked like this, like she was coming from her finance job or something and she was not there for comedy uh, and she was going to have her, her. I am not here to laugh. I just want to be crystal clear about that. Yeah. Yeah. I want to make it known by my crossed arms yeah. and my stone face that I am not here to be made like to, to experience all joy business. at all. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Which is like most lesbians that are, even if say, they're like willingly coming to a comedy yeah, show. Yeah. No, there's, will, there's nothing lesbians love to do with more yeah. than ruin a comedy show. <laughs> With their shitty attitude. And when I say Sorry. lesbians, I'm including, <laughs> I'm including like, like all queer women. I'm including all, yeah, a, a lot, yeah. But 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 lesbians are, are, I would say the the prime offenders. So There's we're a particular just gonna brand of joylessness that accompanies being a lesbian. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so so this one comes in like dressed like a banker, and she was meeting a couple friends who just seemed to be there to like listen to her vent. Oh, okay. And it seemed like they were kind of maybe interested in listening to the comedy show, but she like put her back to us. Yeah. (laughs) She like cornered them and put her, put her back to us. So they like had to to focus. Wow. That's some serious butch energy that she's using there. It was such a weird crowd. (laughs) And, And then it was like a few other coworkers in suits. And then like the two, like hottest, like um, they, they were like Instagram models oh, that were okay. there, and they were there together. And uh, Iman Al Husseini mm-hmm. uh, was also on that show, and she was just distracted by how hot they were. Oh, really? And she got, she was like, "What well, was anybody else distracted by that? About how how hot these Man. women were?" And like, I was trying to talk to her afterwards, and she's like, "Oh, I, I'm sorry, I was just staring at it again." I'm like, Iman. <laughs> Get yourself together. Who are these like Helens of Troy that walked into this bar and <laughs> ruining everyone's lives? They, yeah. I I really wanted Imagine to ask them how many Instagram. Like, they, sorry, they my mere on, presence just makes people fall over themselves. Well, they met on Instagram and. Oh, were they like a couple? 
They were a, a couple. Yeah. Oh yeah. my God. That's amazing. Yeah. Just like two stunning what a, women. What a bizarre yeah. crowd. Yeah. I like to think that the reason that the two friends that were with the, the lesbian who was there to like vent yeah. is probably because she's venting about like an on again, off again girlfriend. I it hope so. I hope it wasn't it had work to be. stuff. Like it's the best sitcom in the world. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, like, your friend, your friend's love life is the best. Yeah. It was like she emailed them an agenda ahead of time <laughs> yeah. of what she wanted to talk <laughs> about. Like meeting notarized. Notes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They, they had like That's printed great. copies in from, front of them. From ten to ten fifteen, we're going to discuss our love lives, primarily mine. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> More from 10.20 to 10.30, it's going to be, you know, why won't you call me back? Then right. Five minutes of you agreeing with me and validating yeah. everything I'm saying. Um, Potential cat names. Yeah. It's going to be, you know, 10.45 to 11. That always has to be on the agenda. Yeah. So tell us a little bit, uh, before we get to woodworking, which I'm very interested mm-hmm. in, uh, it, tell us a little bit about See You Next Tuesday. Um, we How wanna- did that start? My friend and I um, had been kind of talking about, like, wanting to start something for a minute, and um, we weren't sure what it was, and I was just like, I'm tired of having to drag my ass out at 10 p.m. on a weeknight to, like, go spend time with other queer women. Mm -hmm. Yes! I'm I'm exhausted, I have a day job, and I, like, I can't. Yeah. I can't do it anymore, so I was like, I want a queer happy hour, and she's like, we should just make our thing a queer happy hour, and I was like, yes! Yes, let's do this. That's amazing. Um, like we had both recently posted personals, and so we had gotten like an influx of people like viewing our shit. And so we were like, "Hey, would you guys come drink with us if we like picked a time in a bar?" And like we got a bunch of responses, and like a ton of people showed up, and we just like invited every queer person that we had like met or interacted with. That's great. That's um, awesome. And it's really great. And like you know, the like the goal is just to make like an in, an inclusive space for like queer, gender nonconforming, non-binary, and trans folks. Yeah. Um, to like have a drink after work and like still be able to sleep it off (laughs) in order to get to work on time the next day. What a novel concept getting drinks at like seven o'clock as opposed to like midnight. Yeah. Yeah. We do like a loose six to 10. Love that. Yeah. And it's just like loose six to 10. Yeah. Just like (laughs) there's a hat, there's a happy hour special. And then it's just like, you know, is it at a different, uh, like do you sort of rotate the venue kind of thing or are Mm -hmm. there bars that you've, you're like working with? Or is it um, at the same place every we've time? We've primarily just done it at three dollar bill. Oh, cool. Um, okay. How long has that been around? I thought that was new. It is new. It opened, uh, I think, this summer. Okay. And like cool. right after they opened, we like stopped in there and we were like, "Oh, this is a it's cool, a cool space. spot." Like, yeah. There's so much going on, and then they were like, "Yeah, eventually we're gonna have tacos in the back." And I was like, "Sold. Let's yeah. do this." Oh, like, man. <laughs> do I they have I, tacos in the back? They do have tacos. Oh in my the back. god! I wish I lived closer. Is it is it like a? Ta- I need to know more about the tacos. Okay, is it yeah. like a, is it like a food truck that like parks in the back? Or? No, it's like a standing kitchen oh, in the backyard. Cool. Oh, right on! I yeah. love that. Oh, it's like tacos, right. quesadillas, burritos, French fries. Absolutely, everything you need I'm in. when you're drunk. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what's the name of that other the lesbian night in Bushwick at that bar? Peggy. Uh, is it the Woods? The Woods. I've never. I haven't oh, been there yet. I've yeah. done that once or twice. I did that once, not meaning to, yeah. and then it was like a Twilight Zone moment where all of a sudden I was surrounded by a ton of lesbians. I'm like, "What's going on?" <laughs> yeah. I thought I was just going to like a bar tonight, but is this? It's like twelve butches, like Jordan Catalano leaning <laughs> against the wall, and then like. Like four femmes and they're like yeah. queer and they're like queer boyfriends like dancing and like oh and then like a, just a sea of people chain smoking in the back yeah. trying to eat like yeah. that's great that, that is that's exactly what it was. accurate yeah. yeah that's so funny 
what else is going on? Anything? See you um, Well, by the time this airs, this will kind of be old news, but I saw, like, did you watch the Ellen and Kevin Hart thing or did you read about it at all? Oh, I just want to touch on it for like a second. Yeah. It's kind of, so basically she had Kevin Hart on yeah. her show and they, or she basically like kind of appealed to the Academy to ask him to host, to like invite him back to host the Oscars because. The traitor Ellen. Well, yeah, because he, and to be clear, like he was never actually, he never, like nothing was ever taken from him. After his uh, like violently homophobic tweets kind of surfaced, yeah, it was just simply the you know he was kind of on a short list to ho- to host the Academy Awards was probably going to be asked to do it and then he himself backed away from the deal in wake of all in the wake of all of this and he has yet to offer any sort of specific apology. He kind of gave one of those like kind of one of those like non apology apologies where he's like I'm sorry if people are offended kind of thing but he's never mentioned specifically the LGBT community yeah. or anything like that. And yet Ellen has him on and is, you know, cause they're like friends and blah, blah, blah. And like, she's sort of forgiven him, I guess, like on all of our behalfs, which I thought was kind of bullshit. Yeah. But at the end of the day, I was like, you know what? This is just a couple of fucking gazillionaires being friends. Like yeah. that's what it is. I'm sorry. Like I do love her, but at the end of the day, someone who's been that rich for that long and has the friends that she does is not going to ever really, she doesn't live on the same planet that we do and is never going to be in touch with, or I guess is never going to acknowledge, at least on her platform, like the kind of rhetoric that, the specific kind of rhetoric that Kevin Hart was putting out there and and defending 10 years later, nine years later, is the kind of shit that gets young queer kids hurt like you know that leads directly to violence and yeah. that's something that obviously she was either not informed about or didn't fucking care about and still had him on anyway to kind of cape for him and and help him get this 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 gig back that like number one was never really taken from him to begin with and two it's not like kevin hart is out here struggling for for gigs you know what i mean like and three it's not like it's like, give the people what they want. They yeah. all want Kevin Hart to host like, the Everyone's kind of like, over it. It's just like, not. Yeah. it wasn't necessary. And it yeah. felt really shitty. And at the end of the day, it was like, well, I don't know. It's like, yeah, I'm, she's still one of my, like, icons. But you, I do have to sort of, like, dial back my celebrity worship a little bit in that case. And just be like, well, this is a multimillionaire being friends with another multimillionaire. And that's it. Well, I you think know? it's also a little bit of... Um, what we were talking about the other day about that there's kind of this generational divide yeah. um, in the, there's like the old guard of lesbians that, um, well, we were talking about it in another context, but I, but I think mm-hmm. with this, it was like, she's had to endure like so much worse in terms of like homophobia and that kind of stuff that something like this may seem like more innocuous to her maybe. Right. I'm wondering, or if it's, or, or, or I don't like, know though, because she's still like, you know, her most recent special, like she talks about losing her career and how hard that was for yeah, her after she yeah. came out. Yeah. But it's like, this is the same rhetoric that lost you your career. And like, yeah. this is a point that you're still trotting out and like claiming as like a hardship and as like an influential part of who you are. And like, if that's the case, then like, let's not defend this rhetoric that right. like put you through so much shit. Like granted, it did make you who you are today, but like. But it's not necessary to, but you, it, that amount of struggle is not necessary. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, it's, so I, yeah, I watched her special and it was also refreshing to have a stand-up special uh, with Ellen actually talking about her, her sexuality. Yeah. Um, and that was cool. And um, 
and talking about what she went through like that. Mm -hmm. And, um, but I, you know, even though she did go through that and experience that there were so many years where she just Mm -hmm. kind of tolerated that Mm -hmm. mentality for, for self-preservation. So like, and also those were things that she, that she, you know, endured 20 years ago. I mean, what's she going on like 15 years now with, with her, her daytime show? Like, yeah, to me, it just kind of proves, it proves something that I've always known about her. And I've I've always had to keep in the back of my mind, which is that her audience is not people. It's not queer people. Her audience is stay-at-home moms and oh, yeah. She's a primarily mom. white people. Yeah, yeah, like it's a very Midwestern mom kind of audience is what she appeals to. And, you know, she has a show with a ma- two shows with a major network. And it's like, I just, I think it's pretty obvious that she has those interests to protect over anything else. I mean, she's so far removed from, you know, any boots on the ground activism that it's just not, she's just not this like person that I think any longer needs to be revered as like a queer icon in, in like, I don't know. I I think she deserves all the respect in the world for what she's done in the past and being sort of this groundbreaking person. But I think there are so many other queer people and creators out there right now who deserve more of kind of our, like, I guess our fandom in a lot of ways. Like, I just don't think she's the one to look at for any sort of like real guidance when it comes to these things, because Ultimately, she has more commercial interests and she's commercially more successful than anyone else. And I think that that removes people from realizing how much their words and their actions can impact people. You know, like I don't think she has I don't think she had any idea before having Kevin Hart on. It's not like he just waltzed onto the stage. I mean, that was a planned thing to have him come on. Yeah, that's something that producers had had, you know, that had that had to go through a lot of people and ultimately be signed off by her. So I don't know. It's just like, yes, she's one of my favorites. Would have still, to be initiated by her, probably. Yeah, right. Because I think they are personal friends, and like, yeah. I think that is. Pro- I mean, there's just a million other people she could have had on instead. Yeah, and there's a million other people that she could have influenced because she has a lot of influ- influence with the Academy and and things like that. To you know, to to host the Oscars, like, there's just a, there's so many cool fucking creators and actors or musicians or or comedians that could have done it and for her to like throw her weight behind him yeah it just felt really unnecessary and bizarre and just like just two ultra famous people doing their ultra famous people thing yeah. you know so yeah. i don't know it was disappointing but it kind of puts yeah. things in into perspective that you can't just like the whole idol worship thing is just like not it ultimately never works out. <laughs> so speaking of, we do have our Lord of the Lesbians shirt still uh, on sale. If you go to her, yeah, <laughs> she, I know. Like, I, I'm not saying that. I don't. No, no like, I'm kidding. I'm we'll kidding. definitely get emails about this, but like, I, I just, I'm not saying she's not one of my like icons, but you really have to like kind of attach an asterisk to some people. Yeah. yeah. So, anywho, that's all I wanted to talk about. All right, now let's get to our topic, which is woodworking. Yes. So, Amelia, you first came to my attention uh, when somebody told me that there's this person who has the handle on Instagram, Dykes Lumber, uh, and they were bringing it up because Sarah and I have uh, promotional pictures for the podcast taken outside of Mm -hmm. Dykes Lumber. Which is unrelated to your handle. For those of you outside of New York, Dykes Lumber is literally a, like, lumber company. Yeah. Yeah. It has a couple of... 
Yeah. <laughs> they have a couple of like, oh, it's my favorite place to get molding. To they get molding. They have so many options. There's a lot of molding like sh- purchasing that happens. I feel bad that I haven't been inside we have a Dyke's to go Lumber. Into it. Can you actually I, go in and buy it? Like, is it a store? Is it like a wholesaler kind of thing? Full disclosure, I've never actually been inside, but I have ordered from their catalog a lot. Yes. Okay. Oh my God, a Dyke's so Lumber catalog. Oh, None yeah. of us I love that. I'll try to grab inside. you guys one. <laughs> Please We do. have a couple floating around in the shop. <laughs> I have so many pictures of me. In front of a Dyke Slumber sign. Like, anytime I walk yeah. by one, every I'm time like, I see selfie. It, I'm compelled to take a photo yeah. of the sign. It's like every time you go um, on the G train towards Ginger's, yeah. um, you see, like, <laughs> U-Haul and Dyke Slumber just one after another. Yes. I'm like, I'm like, going home. Like, what great this product placement. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they really it is know our market. Mecca. They know where I'm headed. <laughs> but anyway, you are unrelated to the company, right? You're I not, have like, no affiliation with them great. other than that I have purchased things from them before. Great. Yeah. And you um, have and you have that handle. Yeah, I was shocked perfect. that it wasn't taken. I am yeah. too. Yeah. That's great. Is it Dykes underscore lumber? Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. My friend and I were think, trying to think of like better Instagram handles because we were submitting personals and we were like, this mm. is ridiculous. Like both of ours was just like some variation of like combinations of our names and it was yeah. just like it's not going to stand out. I, I, yeah, it's just like I, I'd yeah. like I'd like to have something clever. Yeah. Um. So hers is doily underscore daddy because <laughs> she like she makes lace. Oh my god! This is great. That is doily daddy. It's incredible. Oh, yeah. my god. <laughs> oh my god! I all of a sudden desperately need a shirt that says that. <laughs> I, I hope I hope you both get like a hundred followers right yeah. away from yeah. announcing those handles. So you guys picked some really good handles then. Yeah, we just like sat down in the Rosemont in the afternoon to like day drink and like brainstorm (laughs) Instagram names. That's awesome. But yeah. Cool. The fun of being a millennial. I have no idea how old you are. Are you a millennial? Yeah, 27. Okay, cool. (laughs) I'm really bad at like knowing how old people are. No, it's okay. Every lesbian looks around 25 until they're like 70 and then Suddenly they look 130 and yeah. they're like, are you okay? Yeah, yeah. I, I seriously can't tell. Uh, anyone between like the ages 25 and 45? Yeah. I always assume everyone's younger than me, which is usually true. Yeah. And it's fine. I assume everybody's my age and I forget that I'm actually aging every year. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, oh wait, no, I'm actually yeah. looking older. You're just how I wish I looked. Yeah. I'm just now reaching the age where if I watch like professional sports on TV, all of the athletes are younger than me. Like there's not one that's older. Yeah. So I've hit that point. Kind of. Yeah. Depends on the sport. Except curling. Yeah. True. Or or like bowling or darts or something. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Every time you watch darts. All the fat old white guy sports are still good. Yeah. 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 (laughs) All right. So how did you get into woodworking? Uh, I went to school for industrial design. And, um, Got really into like prototyping. Like yeah. we had like a prototyping class, and I got super into it. And yeah. So um, I got a job working in one of the shops, um, just as like a work study, and um, yeah, it's pretty were, much how that started. Were you out before, like you, getting into woodworking? Like, did you know more you were or less? Queer? Oh okay. yeah, no, I knew yeah. I was queer when I was like three, and yeah. like yeah. so did the rest of my family. Like I was yeah. born in a pair of cargo shorts. <laughs> it was like, it was that baby. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, that was cool. Was it so like the, those plaid cargo shorts? Remember, there, there's like a three-year... Oh, no, it was a straight khaki. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah, good. It was yeah. a three-year stretch where every... I was, yeah. I was still born in the 90s. Like, yeah. we were still doing cargo khakis then. Like. Great, great, <laughs> good. <laughs> so what is... Pro- I don't actually know what prototyping means. Um, it's just making, like, 
either the shape of the thing that you've mm-hmm. designed or um, like a functioning model of what you've designed, either to scale or like quarter or like scaled down mm-hmm. out of wood. Okay. Or like not, in, yeah, yeah, out of a lot of things. Yeah, yeah. A variety of materials. Okay. Cool. Like, but, like 3D printing is a oh, form yeah. of yeah. prototyping. This, um, falls under like rapid prototyping. So yeah. like 3D printing, um, CNC routing and laser cutting all fall under the umbrella of rapid prototyping. Yeah. All right. Right on. I used to be married to an engineer. Oh, that's right. <laughs> so I'm familiar, but not an industrial engineer. Mm-hmm. But it's adjacent. Yeah. I know a little bit of what's going on there. Um, but now, but now you're doing like what kind of what kind of stuff do you make? Uh, I make a variety of stuff. So I work at a fabrication company in the Brooklyn Navy Yard, and we do um, we'll do like furniture and fixtures for high end retail spaces, pop up shops. Um, we've done like exhibition fixtures for museums and we do some sculpture work, uh, for artists. And then I do mostly home goods and kitchen wares, uh, in my spare time. Okay. That's like my favorite stuff. I love that. So with furniture, Mm -hmm. uh, why (laughs) I, I'm like really angry that all furniture now is just that like, mulched piece particle piece, board particle yeah. board yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. i like hate that it also that shit stuff. is garbage yeah yeah glued, <laughs> glued together with like a layer of what is essentially a photo of wood yeah <laughs> oh yeah, yeah for my is. for michael laminate my yeah yeah <laughs> on, on top of it it does that just like offend you down to like your bones it hurts my feelings. Yeah. I don't like it. Is, it. is it Ikea's fault? Like, why? At what point did we, uh, did we accept that it's okay that we have to make our own furniture and <laughs> that it has to either cost $50 or $500 right. for the real wood version? Yeah. Oof. I don't know. Yeah, I don't really have a good answer for that. I would blame okay. Ikea also. Because yeah. I do think that they are, like, a primary offender in the, like, fast, cheap, disposable furniture arena because then like target and walmart you can't can't move those things out of your house once they've gone in like you try to take that thing apart it is never going back together yeah you'd be surprised i have moved ikea furniture (laughs) yeah but it's bad i mean it's not great they do have like the steel and glass line that like works okay yeah yeah like that i feel better about because i can't really do metalworking stuff so i'm like i feel fine paying for this Yeah. yeah um it's hard in New York, though, too, because, like, every apartment has, like, some weird design flaw about, like, the size of the door and the stairwell and stuff and having to get things in. Getting like, I moved in. in. Yeah. yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I figured out that you can buy a bed frames that fold because I moved into an apartment and did not consider the fact that the fucking stairwell was, like, the narrowest stairwell in the world. It's like that Friends episode, The Pivot. Oh, God. Pretty much. I mean, yeah. yeah I literally had to leave a bed frame, like, or a... um uh, box spring like upstairs and just put it on the curb that I had just bought because I didn't think ahead to measure. I really, you know, I almost lost my lesbian card that day. So yeah. Like, this shouldn't happen to me. I should have measured. You should always. I have a tape measure on my on yeah. my belt right now and I didn't use it. You should always <laughs> carry a tape measure. Always. Uh, but like yeah. in New York, it's hard to to have like big, nice, like, because I really want to get, like, a big custom, you know, like, a bed frame or a big, like, chair. Like, I'm obsessed with the idea of getting, like, this, like, a kind of a distressed leather on wood chair, but it's also, like, how the hell am I going to move this thing when I move every year, basically? You can get disassemblable. Like, there are, like, ways to design it to be disassemblable. Okay. Like, 
I don't know. I've made beds for like inaccessible apartments before. Yeah. It's just yeah. like you just have to figure out how to section it in like a way that's not super visible. Yeah. But okay, cool. Um. So, do you have a a studio space then that you work in? Like, what woodworking seems really cool, but it also seems like you really you like, really need space you need, to work. You need yeah. space. Yeah. Um, I have a couple of machines in my apartment. Ah, <laughs> sweet. Uh, which makes me look a little bit like a serial killer when I bring dates home. Yeah. So I have to explain like. Dude. Okay, there, there is a wall of saws. <laughs> yeah. It's not what it looks like, and I'm not going to murder you. Right. Like, come to my basement. Yeah. Um, <laughs> That's great. Yeah. But, like, I have a bandsaw and a sander in my house that, like, I'll use for smaller projects. And sure. then, um,. My boss is super nice and lets me use the shop for personal work. Oh, that's, oh, cool. that's great. Which is really great. That's awesome. Uh, do you find that chicks are into the fact <laughs> that... I get a lot of people grabbing my hands and being like, oh, I expected them to be rough. And it's like, oh my I'm, God, I'm really? familiar with lotion. Like, I'm not a barbarian. <laughs> like... I can moisturize and exfoliate like everybody else. Like I think you have saws for hands. <laughs> yeah, I own yeah. a hatchet, but that doesn't mean like I have calluses forever. Yeah, yeah we, there's That's like so funny gloves. We can do all kinds of things. That's funny. World that- of options. Yeah. You can shop from anywhere doing pretty much anything. You might shop while working, eating, or even listening to this podcast. And however you shop, we all know and love the thrill of the hunt. But do you also know how to get the thrill of the best deals? Because Rakuten shoppers do. With Rakuten, they get the deals they love with the most savings and cash back. And you can get it too. Start getting cash back at your favorite stores like Sephora, Nike, and even Expedia if you're looking to get some travel in. And getting cash back doesn't mean you have to miss out on sales because those can just be stacked right on top. It's easy to use and based on a simple idea. Stores pay Rakuten for sending them shoppers, and Rakuten shares the money with you as cash back through PayPal or check. Download the free Rakuten app and never miss a deal. Or go to Rakuten.com to start getting the most bang for your buck. That's R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Hey there, it's Rachel Ballinger, and I am thrilled to invite you to Rachel Uncensored, my podcast where I get real with my friends and celebrity guests, where we talk about all sorts of topics. From personal stories to hot-button issues, we cover it all. New episodes drop every Wednesday, so make sure you tune in on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss out on the fun and candid conversations we have here on Rachel Uncensored. I mean, I don't really know where the stereotype of like wood woodworking or lesbians like or work. lesbians yeah. being like really into carpentry, but it's always been something that seems like, oh yeah, this is like a super yeah. butch queer thing. We're all so handy. Yeah. <laughs> is, is that it's just like, it? That we're I, supposed to be I, handy? I kind of feel like it where it's just kind of like, oh, your doorknob's on wrong. Yeah. yeah. Here, let me help you. Like, that door hasn't closed right in years, right? Like, let me fix yeah. this for you. Like, I do yeah. notice structural errors in yeah. people's apartments and stuff. I'm like, I could fix that. Because it's, yeah. like, it's, yeah. it's like how I show, like, affection. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. to fix yeah. something or it's to, a, like, like, install an extra it's lock. showing care. Because your stupid flimsy door doesn't lock all the way. And, like, you worry about someone's safety. And then that's where that comes from. Ah. I've, like, I've painted people's rooms before. I've installed locks. I've done all kinds of stuff like that. Oh. Primarily for the same person, but... <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I can definitely see where that comes in as like kind of one of our 
sort of like almost like our love languages a little bit. You know what I mean? Of like, yeah. of like, like, let me fixing. fix your, let me fix your life. Yeah. yeah or like, exactly. I did that for like a restaurant for a while or like all of my friends worked at one restaurant and like over the course of like a couple of years of just going there often, I like took down their vestibule one time oh, and then like, cool. I made like a new top for their low boy. <laughs> That's great. And shit like yeah. that. It was just like, I got free drinks forever. It was nice. Absolutely. It seems like such a good skill to have. Yeah. Like, you, do you ever have to buy gifts for people or do you just always make things? Because I, I would be so excited if, like, someone gave me, as long as they're good at it, but yeah. like, something fashioned out of wood that they made. Yeah, anything. Right? Um, I think I'm probably maxing out on wooden objects to give my mom. Yeah. <laughs> like... <laughs> She's got just full of. She's stuff. got like a drawer full of like <laughs> unusable wooden spoons. She has just like all of the like test carvings plus some of the good ones. Aww. It's just like, all right, like I sh- I should probably buy you something or at least ask you what you want me to make for you yeah. instead. But like it is nice. Um, I don't usually sell uh, the stuff that I make. I usually give it as gifts. It, like, yeah, it feels better that way. Mm-hmm. Ah. Um, that's so, like, cool. if somebody lets me, like, stay in their house, I'll usually bring them, like, a set of salad servers and, like, a cutting board or something like that. Wow. That's um, awesome. I know. God, right? I love that. It's so cool. Like, I'm – growing up, I used to be into baking a lot, and then for years I kind of abandoned it, mm-hmm. and now I'm, like, just a little bit getting into it again. But mm-hmm. it is this satisfying thing of, like, oh, I can make this thing that feels, like, such a great thing to, to give yeah. to – other people, like anyone who follows me on Instagram, will know all about how I made Mecca Hall um, mm-hmm. over the holidays. And it took a while to perfect, but like my family was so impressed by it. Mm-hmm. And they were like, oh my God, you made these. And now I'm going to yeah. make them for like my coworkers and things like that. And it feels like this cool thing that I can do. There's that something cool about like, making wow. something with your hands and then giving it to a person. Like, yeah. It's and also like it means concept, more but... than like an Amazon gift card. Absolutely. Yeah. Like, like, or no, anything no, you buy at a no store. No shade to the Amazon gift card because I will accept. But yeah. like also like, <laughs> but also like I don't know if you make me something that like shows that you care in a different way, and it's it's very nice. Yeah, it feels very nice. What kind of uh, furniture pieces do you make? Like, do you make do you actually make like bed frames and things like that? Or uh, yeah, I have. So like some of the some of the work that I do for the company that I work for is custom residential furniture. Mm-hmm. Um, so like I made a dining table and like a media console for a wealthy family in Connecticut. Yeah. Um, my old boss had us build out like a lot of his house. Mm-hmm. Um, he had like two apartments in Williamsburg cause he's rich. Right. Um, if you have one apartment in Williamsburg, yeah. I think you're rich. <laughs> so we like, we like, so two is like a different, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so like we built like bunk beds for his kids oh, cool. and then like a bed for him and his wife and. So basically you, all of his cabinets and stuff. Mm-hmm. When you build furniture, um, are you making like digital models first? Like what what's the what's the process if someone's like, I want like a cool looking like like I want a chair or turn of the century yeah. table or something like that? Uh it depends on if they go through the company they wrote for or through me. Mm-hmm. I Let's do say through a, you. I'll do a little bit of like CAD modeling, but I don't mm-hmm. That's a skill that I kind of like lightly developed and then let slide because mm-hmm. um, it just wasn't as interesting to me. And I now regret that a lot. Uh, <laughs> it's not too late, right? Yeah. So I, like I can make like very rudimentary like AutoCAD models okay. of stuff to just sort of figure out dimensions and proportion. And it is really helpful to have it on paper. But like 
I'm building a light fixture for my barber right now that like it's just chicken scratch on paper Mm -hmm. and it's just kind of like I'm winging it a little bit. Yeah. (laughs) But it's okay. Um, but like free haircuts for life. Yeah. I got about a year of free haircuts out of it. That's amazing. Yeah. They're expensive. That shit adds (laughs) up. Yeah, it is. I spend every time I get my haircut, I spend, uh, like 65 ish dollars. Like 50, 60 bucks. Yeah, Yeah, for sure. And for short hair, you have to do that regularly. Yeah, yeah. if you think about doing it every, even once a month, that's worth keep it. that fade like, fresh. Absolutely. It's <laughs> <That's> so important. <laughs> that's pretty rad. Yeah, it's pretty do you, nice. Do you draw like on graph paper first or like... Mm-mm. I no? draw like really, really shaky squares. Oh, I, really? Like, yeah. cannot oh, draw cool. a straight line to save my life. Yeah. It's really shaky. <laughs> what What's like your dream or your goal like if you could build anything that one day you're like, I'm going to make this like for yourself. Yeah, sure. Or for someone else. It's a hard one. I keep watching people on Instagram, like building tiny houses. And as much as I like have complicated feelings about that whole concept Mm -hmm. and I could never actually live in one, it would be like kind of a fun comprehensive project to learn about like a bunch of different steps in terms of making stuff, I guess. And like, Space saving furniture is like frustrating and like ugly as it can be. Like yeah. it's like kind of a fun design challenge to like yeah. figure out a way to make that like beautiful but also accessible. Mm-hmm. So I guess the first thing that comes to mind. Yeah, yeah. I was in uh, a hotel and we were watching HGTV because you know when you don't have cable, hotels are like your only exposure to that stuff. Yeah. And- mm-hmm. And they've uh, got like 12 channels and it's yeah. HGTV and then all the ESPNs yeah. and HBO. <laughs> and they had a, a tiny house show. So I was like a little bit late to learning about the tiny houses. But there was yeah. this episode where uh, this woman was um, building her tiny house and she uh, had been living with her girlfriend who had roommates. And I don't know. She just like wanted kind of her, her own space. I'm sure they're broken up by now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and... It's a pretty but, safe bet. But, you need space. Yeah. yeah. The girlfriend, though, was like... <laughs> You're building your own miniature house. It's right? not going to work. Yeah. <laughs> the girlfriend was being... She was like, I could make that. Like, she just kept being, like, very... Like, kind of like, condescending about kind of condescending, her skill set. And then, yeah. and then being like, oh, yeah, I, I could do that for you. I could make a tiny... Like, I don't know. It was yeah. a very yeah. funny episode. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. That's Use your lesbian flex. love language. Show you care. Build this for me. Build yeah. an entire house for me or it's not real. Yeah. <laughs> Did we not watch The Notebook? That was like yeah. the creepiest <laughs> thing. Just like build a house for somebody else unbeknownst to them. <laughs> yeah. What a horrifying concept. <laughs> that kind of is. It's kind of like. I built, you, like, a, I built you a prison to live in with yeah. me. Yeah. We have no neighbors. It's in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> oh my god! This is your life now. Like, what if she had said no? Like, what was this? Backup we halfway plan? fucked in here twenty years yeah. ago. Aren't you moved? I don't think so. <laughs> you remember, right? It was on the floor. Yeah. Women, stop. There was one blanket. <laughs> Women need to stop asking for grand romantic gestures yeah. because it's not going to happen. Men get carried away. They sure do. <laughs> too much of the wrong thing yeah oh boy uh yeah a tiny house would be you said you have kind of mixed feelings about them i don't know enough about tiny houses i don't to have feelings, yeah i feel like but. i don't know like enough about them to like decide whether or not that's actually a project i want to take on but i also yeah. thought of another one so there's an instagram i think it's called like cheap houses or like cheap old houses or something like that yeah um, and they're these most of the time they're like beautiful dilapidated houses that like are in the middle of nowhere for like 
unreasonably low prices mm-hmm. for homes. And there are some of them that are just like, if you can move this house off of this piece of land, you can have it. Oh, wow. It's okay. amazing. But like what? renovating one of those would be mm-hmm. like a really cool project. Yeah. yeah. I would actually really like to do that. <laughs> Wait, I think move the house. Yeah, you can the- move entire houses. Mm-hmm. That basically they go in like to the. They do it with like older, what? like she was like 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 older houses. Like um, they go in and they literally separate it from like the foundation, and they and then they put it on a truck and they take it somewhere else and they plop it down. It's like the cabin from Arrested Development. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it's yeah. a huge. Obviously, it's like a huge project. So like. I imagine if you have like thousands of dollars to spend on that, or like if your company, if the company you work for already yeah, does that, yeah, yeah, then like yeah. you can be like, hey, like I'll pay you guys for a day to like. I kind of feel like flipping an entire house would be pretty fun. Yeah, I have some friends that do that. They yeah. have been flipping houses, I think, upstate, and like they're beautiful. Yeah, like and that's that's always they post been before and after. So I was that. so jealous. Like, I know. This is gorgeous. I think it'd be a really, really fucking cool. But it was, all, but it would be. It's one of those things I watch on like HGTV or something, and I'm like, yeah, mm-hmm. I could do that. Like, no, or like this like old I house, start, the yeah. soothing sounds of this old house. I would, <laughs> I would start that project in 25 minutes later, being a full sweat, like yeah. panicking, like I don't know how to do any of this stuff. I would just you feel can like- apprentice with this old house, which is wild and something I kind of want to do. Yeah, oh. yeah, I'm just like I'll learn plumbing, sure. Like, yeah, huh. That would be cool. Yeah, that'd be rad. I, don't I don't know. Have. I think I'd yeah. be, I think I could figure it out. So there's um, a girl I went to high school with who flips houses, and she got like an one episode maybe of an HE like a pilot for an HE TV show. Oh, okay, um, but she's like very very conservative, but in a way. Like, the like, wor- a, like a horse girl, like, like <laughs> not, a horse girl from high school, that kind of character. Not, not even. You know the girl. I'd, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. There's a few of those in my high school. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to say uh, like she she'll listen to like Republican talking points and then regurgitate them. Mm. And that makes her feel smart. No. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So she mm, definitely yeah. like went not to a like. Horse girl. Yeah, yeah it's not a horse no, girl. no, it's not. She went to like Trump rallies and is oh, like hashtag okay, build okay. the wall. Like, so, oh, monster! Yeah. Like, now, now right. you're developing this character more yes. in my head, and now I get it. But now she's like a self-made millionaire from flipping houses, and uh, I hate that she's successful. I, that bothers me too. <laughs> right, it feels bad. Yeah, I don't like it at all. <laughs> you know, like I, I accepted friend requests from like pretty much everybody I went to high school with if someone mm-hmm. I, you know, I didn't really have enemies or anything like that in, mm-hmm. in high school. And so when she like first sent me a friend request years ago, I was like, okay. And, but then I saw her, she used like the about section of her Facebook to just like really shit on Democrats, mm. but being like, that's original. Yeah. Mm. It was like, <laughs> it's like, let's split the country into two. You can keep the gays and the, you guys, we tried whatever. this with the civil war. It did not go well. Like let's yeah. learn from our mistakes. Yeah. You know, that war that all your favorite people lost. Yeah. She was like, we'll keep the cops and the firefighters. Oh, and one oh, of those. So she's like a Tommy Laren kind yeah. of like, yes. Yes. Okay. She's very Tommy Laren. Yeah. But very, she flips houses too. But she flips houses. I'm honestly shocked she doesn't have her own show by now. At least her own YouTube channel. She can be with that uh, that might. other that gun girl. 
and they can like have you know the gun girl she's like yeah a, yeah 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 I forgot her name but she's got like long curly hair and she loves to post just Same photos vibe. holding AR15s with like yeah. oh I went to high school with one of those girls she just like posts like thirst traps holding machine guns and <laughs> yeah. it's like I'm very uncomfortable with this entire thing and, like, yeah we were friends by like proximity but oh, like wow, really? we never actually like she just was very quiet she never actually said anything uh-huh. yeah Quiet that, gun girl. I know. Yeah, quiet so, gun girl. Like, that should have been your red flag. She's I a little too quiet. did not realize that she was a gun girl in middle school when we were eating lunch together, <laughs> right, because, like, right. by default. But then, Yikes. like, now that she's, like, I feel like she's dating some, like, Russian, like, fighting expert. Oh, and they're both, yeah. like, very into, like, concealed carry garments. And I'm, like, I don't. That is a very specific a like, yeah. No, I'm also just like, like I want to of... keep tabs on y'all just because right. I want to know how like, far away from you I am. Or like, do mm. I need to forward your Facebook profile to the FBI? <laughs> like, what are you up to? <laughs> just like, yeah, like I'm not sure, but yeah. I just like I want to know what you're doing so that I can stay away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Keep tabs on that. Oof, yeah. I don't definitely. know. If, I don't know if I went to high school with any real gun girls. I definitely went to high school with girls who married like their boyfriends who are gun boys. But I don't know. I, I think know people who are into like hunting guns, but no one who's like, oh yeah, the hunting yeah. thing. Yeah. yeah, but like that's the, like whatever. The, but. the gun porn with like the AR-15s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In like a suggest, like that's such a fucking weird. Like that's a weird sort of offshoot of alt right culture that I yeah. just can't. I don't know. I mean, yeah. Like, back where do you go from like, there? That's your brand. Like yeah. your brand is is just guns. Like, like tits yeah. with guns. Yeah. Like, well, they do that with like woodworking machinery too, or yeah. like all of the marketing for like Makita oh, prod- really? products are just like ladies in booty shorts like holding a drill, and it's like, <sighs> like the, oh that that actually doesn't surprise me at all. Is it one particular brand that does that, or is it sort of industry wide? Okay. There's a few. Yeah, I could see that being a thing. It's, it's either kind just of like, like a dude um, in a brand, like a brand new Carhartt shirt that has clearly never been worked in, like <laughs> holding a buffing wheel but not actually doing anything with it, or just yeah. like a busty lady holding a power tool. <laughs> That's such a weird, like, yeah, yeah. I, I imagine there is like a lot of sort of hyper heteronormative masculine marketing in the line of work that you're in, like as far as yeah. the equipment, things like that. Ugh, that's got to be a lot. And also probably like for any women, just like if you're at like a Home Depot or a Lowe's, like do you get talked down to or Mm -hmm. people assume that you're there just to like buy light bulbs? I usually have a good experience going into hardware stores. People leave me alone. Yeah, I feel like people people are afraid to like assume they know more than me. Like it might be the haircut, like unclear, but it's just like I feel like I get the like the Ron Swanson. Yeah, the I know more than you. Yeah, Yeah. like the Ron Swanson (laughs) moment out of the way right at the beginning. I'm just like... Uh, can I help you? Uh, I know more than you. Yeah. <laughs> My sister's boyfriend had never watched Parks and Rec before until like very recently. And he was just like, dude, you know who Ron Swanson reminds me of? And she's like, My sister, we've done this. Like, it's yeah. fine. Like, it's the same haircut. Like, Get there's it. no mustache, but like, it's not her fault. Like, it's okay. <laughs> the vibe is all there. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. That's great. That's amazing. Yeah. With, with flipping houses, my issue with it is that it just like, inflates the the real estate prices, real estate yeah. prices. Yeah. well yeah and then the person who profits is the person like if you're flipping a house for for yourself yeah that's one thing but now you're going to neighborhoods where these houses like were affordable mm-hmm. and now making the value go up by like a hundred grand right and becoming either like the bastion of gentrification in that neighborhood or just kind of playing right into it i yeah. mean i get it i would flip I a house for like, myself not for profit I'm yeah 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 
can't get down. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, that yeah. is there is something I never did actually make that connection until recently. I was like this whole thing about going into neighborhoods and like renovating. You know, you know yeah. The, yeah. the other kind of code words they use for like making a place whiter. It's <laughs> like, like half the time the renovations are garbage. Yeah, that's like, what I heard too. Every yeah. apartment in Bushwick. Oh garbage. my god, I know. Yeah. When I was I was looking at apartments, this is at this point, this is like a year ago, but Bushwick is a spe- is specifically like I think gentrifying at a pace that is like kind of breakneck right now. Like yeah. every other, you know, you're walking, every other building is being renovated, but every single one has like that slate gray yeah, outside slate gray with outside the glass with like, door. With like the modern I sort of it. like yeah. sleek metal, you know, numbers yeah. on the on the building. But then you but I'll walk by it and it's like, oh, they're ripping out the insides right now. And then I'll walk by it like three days later and it's like almost fully built out. I'm yeah. like, this has to be just cheap shit that you're putting in there. Oh, it's garbage. And like done really quickly. That's why I just, I'm not, I'm like not interested in any of the new spaces. I hate no, modern new, architecture. New construction is shit. Yeah. It's all just like the same, like slate gray, like teak or walnut veneer with like a white Korean counter and like stainless steel appliances. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, Always, 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 always what it is. With yeah. like the, the brick Ikea facade handles. that's like, yeah. oh my God. I hate that. I hate that shit too. We have to do that. We do a lot of work for Fry Boots. Yeah. Oh. And so we like, we do, cool. we use a lot of the like fake brick facade yeah. in their like build outs. Is it, cool. I mean, I'm guessing it's kind of like the difference between the parcel furniture and the, the real stuff that it's um, just so much cheaper and people only care about profit mm-hmm. now. Because when, when I was, uh, in London, just like walking around and looking at everything. And even in New York, the the older buildings, you're like, why don't they make things like this anymore? Because this is so much nicer mm-hmm. to look at. This is so much cooler. It's yeah. so much prettier. It's so much more interesting. And now Hudson Yards looks like a bunch of knives in the it air. Does. It's like very mm-hmm. violent looking Hudson Yards is so vulgar. It's so, I just think it's the grossest real estate development that I've ever seen it's in New York City. Sharp. <laughs> it is so sharp. It's just like, yeah, everything's this weird, like mirrored looking building. First of all, like a million birds are going to die by running into these buildings that yeah. have like all reflective surfaces on them. Yeah. And it's just, it's, I just think it's a monstrosity. I think it's gross. And it's like, in and, a and part of Midtown that's not that easy to get to, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. it's on like 35th, between like 35th and 45th and like 10th and 11th Avenue. So you have to, you're going to have to walk like three avenues to get over there. And every like douchebag chef is opening some outpost restaurant there. I just think it's all just this gross, like, it just illustrates what's happening to New York, which is more and more ultra wealthy people are moving in. More and more people who are middle class or trying to be middle class are getting pushed out. Yeah. And it's just the latest example of that. And it's just the most, it's the grossest thing ever. Oh, but they'll offer you an internship. Exposure. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Like, don't you want exposure? Do you get people who um, DM you asking for free shit in exchange for exposure? Yes. That's got to be the worst. Yeah. I get like... You got a couple of dykes asking you to be on this podcast yeah. that you don't get paid to do, but just for exposure. Yeah, we weren't like, um, will you like, bring I'm going to talk shit out of my chair. ass on a Sunday morning, whether I'm here or somewhere else. Or <laughs> I mean? like, yeah, I think that that is something that I like to talk to to people who physically create things mm-hmm. about is like the inquiries about doing something for free. Yeah, or like my landlord was like, oh, I didn't realize that you built all the furniture in here like can you build stuff for my house? And I was like, sure, if you pay me a fair price. And he's like, I can, he's like, I can afford Ikea, Ikea prices. And I was like, then you can have Ikea furniture. Like, <laughs> yeah, you, yeah. it's also like, dude, I'm paying you a shit ton. Of, I'm paying right. you most of my paycheck to live here. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. 
Like, what makes you think I can afford to make shit for IKEA prices? Yeah. yeah. That's so insane. That's crazy. I don't know. I like I also I don't know. I undercut for like friends and family and stuff, just like I'd rather do a favor for a friend. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But at the same but, but of course but like, like strangers. Like, yeah, come two on. two months in I'm always just like fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, yeah. fuck you. Fuck you. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's like I love them at the end. We're just like in the middle, I'm just like, I hate you, I hate I you, but like, like why did I agree here. to this? Yeah. <laughs> I I mean I think with tangible things like furniture or like artwork goods made or, out of wood yeah. that, that people are more willing to pay for that. It's when you get into stuff like design and yeah. writing that everyone's like, I don't know. Photography, I, have, I have photography a friend who does like yeah. visual yeah. art and she does like paintings and things like that. And she gets a ton of requests yeah. from people, even like friends, like people yeah. are like, can you just like do it for us? Like, no, that's your, that's your, that's your product. Like yeah. that's how you make a living. I just yeah. think it's so insulting to ask someone to do anything for free. Even if it's like, I don't know, like a writing project or whatever. I just, ugh, yeah, no, bothers it's, me. The it's exposure thing is the funny yeah, part. Yeah, like, can you make like, stuff for my like flea market booth? And like, yeah. I'll tell everybody that you made it. And it's like, <laughs> that's not enough. That's not, yeah. gonna, like, that's not gonna Or like, can you make business card anything. holders for me? And like, I'll tell everybody, like, you can put one of yours in too. It's like, no. <laughs> what? I don't want to do that. Exposure. Like, I'll put you oh on God. my personal Instagram mm. with 300 or like, followers. Or like when people, <laughs> when people are like, oh, we can do like a work trade. And it's like, okay, what do you have to offer? Mm-hmm. And they're just like crickets. Yeah, it's like they're like, um, I do. What are you, like, what are you gonna? Side. Yeah, like what are you gonna <laughs> trade me for? Like, yeah, yeah, a deli sandwich. Like I don't like. That's not the same. Like, <laughs> right? Churros. Like, yeah, it's like a, a, fr- a friendly walk around the park. Like I don't yeah. think that's that's not gonna cut it. <laughs> Uh, how hard is it to get into woodworking? Like, if, if somebody is listening and they're like, "This sounds cool," mm-hmm. like, where, like where, would where you do you start? start? If someone yeah. wanted to like either take it up as a hobby or get into it like professionally. Um, there's a place in I think Gowanus called Makeville Studios, and they offer classes, studio space, and stuff oh, cool. like that. Um, I would feel like that would be a good place to start. Mm-hmm. Third Ward used to be. A similar space, but they shut down a long time ago. Mm-hmm. Um, if anybody is in Baltimore, there's a really cool space called A Workshop of Our Own um, that this woman, Sarah Marriage, started. Um, and it's focused on providing like safe and accessible like fabrication classes um, for women, trans, non-binary, and gender non-conforming folks. Cool. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, that's rad. Um I've had friends, male friends, who have taken uh, classes on, like, making, like, a coffee table or something like that, Um, which, like, it seems cool, but then also... It's also kind of intimidating to think about going into a space like that that is probably pretty male-dominated in some place, you know, depending on the place. Oh, for me, it's like, what if I make a coffee table and I don't like it, and now I have this, like, big (laughs) yeah kind of... Like, can I throw this away somewhere? (laughs) Yeah, like, what, what, what do, do you do, do now? Leave it behind. It People will out. take it apart and use the scraps for something oh, else true. half yeah. the time. Yeah. But, like, I hear, what you, I hear what you're saying with, like, the male-dominated thing. Mm-hmm. Like, I got lucky. Uh, my prototypes professor was a woman and, like, super kind and, like, really took me under her wing. And, like, mm-hmm. I would not have learned nearly as much as I had, like, working with her just entirely because I would have been intimidated. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like, I would have like been too distracted feeling like I had to prove myself and couldn't make mistakes the whole yeah. time. Yeah. Like, yeah. So like, I'm really grateful that like, that was my experience. Like learning about all of this was just like this kind patient lady. who's yeah. just like, okay, that's wrong, but you can do it again. And it's like, yeah. oh, okay, cool. Yes. Like safe. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, because you kind of would feel like anyone but like a cis man in that environment would be like, all right, so I'm the only person here who's not a cis dude. Like now I have to be like the best or they're going to be like, this is why this is boys only in here. You know, they just like watch you a little closer. You get like you'll get an unhelpful pointer from time to time. (laughs) Just like, you know, if you put your hand here and it's like. I know where my hands are. Thank you. Right. Like, I know not. I know how to not saw my hand off. I'm good. <laughs> Sounds a lot like comedy. Unhelpful yeah. pointers once yeah. in a while from, yeah. Just from the men some, in the back. Some tips. <laughs> tips I and tricks. Love from the tips. Man. Yeah. A, a guy gave me a note on one of my best performing jokes, and he's like, "Maybe if you word it this way." I'm like, "Dude, this joke like works every single yeah time." What are you doing? Yeah. What are you doing? Focus on your jokes. They just love giving advice. <laughs> they do. Maybe that's their love language. They're so sincere <laughs> about it. Advice. Yes. No, that is assertion of dominance all yeah, the way. Yeah. That, is some, that is some bullshit. That yeah. is power dynamic shit that I did not agree to. Yeah, uh, exactly. <laughs> as much as we could keep talking about woodworking, because there's so many questions and so many things I want to know, how does it get made? Yeah. But we have a listener question to get to. All right. That's uh, burning in my pocket here. All right. Uh, One of my coworkers works from a site in our sister city a few hours away, and I want to ask her out. But I'm not out of the closet yet, and I don't want her to accidentally tell someone. How should I go about asking her out even though I'm in the closet? Hmm. Well, there's some information that I think we're missing here. I'd like a little more context about. I know a little bit more. Is the person. Oh, okay. So is the person that she wants to ask out like. Is this a queer person or is this that someone I she just don't has a crush know. on? I'm assuming that this is a... That she knows that this person... That she knows that this okay. person is queer. Okay. Does this person know that they are queer? Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Because like they mentioned no. that they're it not out. It seems like a, like, a lot of no, sort of a double blind out. situation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So so this person is closeted. So her her coworker doesn't know okay. that uh, that she's gay, and and she's closeted also like in her mm-hmm. um like her parents don't know. Okay, and she lives I think in the Ugh, in the Midwest. I that. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think it's it's not going to be well. I mean, for just in general for us, it's not as simple as it is in like heteronormative you know cis people situations because. You can't just, there is not the assumption that the other person is potentially into you. So, like, you're going to have to just get to know her better, I think. Yeah, go that's, for drinks. Yeah, yeah that's like, what I was going to say. Treat, treat it like a friend to, thing. Yeah, yeah totally. Don't like, go for the make date a friendship right away. and go from there because for all you know, she may even be someone you don't want to go on a date with. Maybe yeah. if you don't know yeah. much about her. Go for drinks and feel it out. Yeah, totally. That's kind of the beauty, I think, about being queer is that you can, like, get to... You can be you friends can ask first. another person oh, with the to center hang square out on queer this. dating bingo is always, is this a date? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. I have seen that. <laughs> right. So, <laughs> yeah, you know, hang, hang out and then it it might turn out that it is somebody that you can trust to right. be out to and then let them and know. And then from there. Rather like, yeah, than be you... like, can we go on a date and also don't tell anyone I asked you on a yeah, date. Yeah, it's totally like, too like you're jumping like, ahead to too many too many factors that are just kind of like, eh, too many variables right now. Well, also like discussing the fact that like you're not out and you're not ready to be out is something that you can do during your like friends drinks time. Yeah, yeah. To take a little bit of the pressure off of like, will you go out with me? But also don't tell anybody. Like, right. Yeah. Takes because a bit if of the pressure you off tell, just, it's like if you are, you know, sort of coming out to this person, if they're interested in you, that will sort of happen organically, I think. Yeah. I think it's not, I think from there you can kind of determine if there is an attraction that is mutual because that's obviously another really 
crucial component of that is if this person isn't you as well. Yeah. And you'll find that out, but it's going to take more time and it's going to take just getting to know them. And that's kind of the, like you said, kind of the beauty of queer relationships is that they can and usually do start with a friendship, uh, you know, an unassuming kind of friendship and can kind of go from there and it can develop organically. I mean, speaking from personal experience, my first girlfriend, that was a situation where it was a coworker, an, an onsite coworker. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I knew that she was gay because she had like hooked up with someone else and rumors, whatever. And then also was, she was also on the shop put team, as I oh, yeah. mentioned. Uh, it's pretty <laughs> obvious that she was gay. Telling. Yeah. yeah. But like I, I knew, I knew that I was gay at that point, but like I had never been with a woman. So I didn't want to just like come out and say, because I was like, what if I'm wrong? I I don't know. Right. So, uh, I was like, well, I know this person is gay. I'm not ready to tell them what I'm feeling. We just kind of work together. So let me be friends with her and hang out with her and let's hang out more. And then all of a sudden it was like, we were hanging out, you know, five or six times a week. Mm Mm-hmm. And then you kind of and you can, go can have there. that conversation. And it kind of and depends, go from like, there. how far does this person live from you? Like, there's some logistic things, yeah. too, that might be kind of difficult if you just go straight in for, like, the date question. Yeah, I mean, maybe part of it is that this listener, like, doesn't know how, like, is it too random to be like, hey, I know you're three hours away, but yeah. can we hang out some, like, is there a way that you can make it your business to either work from that office or right. do you have, like, friends in that city that you, you could be visiting yeah. and then like, also just say you want to, you know, get to know or like learn more about how that other office works. Like, yeah. Plan on drinks night between your office and theirs. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Just yeah. like other folks around also helps mm-hmm. kind of ease some of the tension. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. Some familiar Definitely. folks around. Ooh, a decoy like, happy hour. Yes. Yeah. No, well, that's, no, that's great. a great idea. That's, I dated a coworker um, a while ago and like that's essentially what happened with us. We were just like, we ended up just like hanging out with each other at like coworker birthday parties or yeah. like anytime we went for coworker drinks and then like, Slowly, we started hanging out with like fewer and fewer people. Yeah, until yeah. we were just like hanging out with each other. I offered to help her build a bed. It was a whole thing. Oh, that's <laughs> queer per- court, like queer the- courtship at its yeah, finest. Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> oh my god, that's great. All yeah. the moves you have like, up your sleeves. Yeah. Oh no, because I'm have to, I have zero moves. It took like four months to get. <laughs> Thank God, I don't have any carpentry skills. Oh yeah, I would just be building beds all over the place. Yeah, I was gonna say you you would like just burn out. You'd yeah. be up twenty four hours a day. Yeah. and building beds for women in New York. Yeah, it would be bad. I would really get myself into a bad oh situation, of committing to too many projects. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, oh shit, there's not enough hours in the day to finish yeah. all these woodworking projects that I've committed to. Oh my god. <laughs> I love this because I can picture this happening. Yeah. And all of a sudden I'm like panicking, crying, like calling friends with the same skills. Like, you got to help me finish this. <laughs> I bit off more than I could chew. <laughs> I told her I'd build her an apartment. I don't yeah. even know what that means. I'm building a tiny house upstate. I don't know. <laughs> There's something about the cat skills. I don't hard know. To say. Where is that? Yeah. <laughs> Oh, oh, that's, that's great. great. Yeah. Well, best of luck to this listener. Just yeah. go slow. Don't, you know, it's just like it's hard to not apply pressure to yourself in those situations, but just it's develop a friendship first. Yeah. And go from there. Yeah. Easy breezy. And report back. Mm-hmm. Please we let only, us know. We only occasionally get a report back on on our advice, but I, mm-hmm. I'm dying to know if yeah. one you're following it. 
And two, because you know they're a lot of people, it. yeah, a lot of people <laughs> seek out advice, and they're like, yeah, they're I'm like, just going to mm, keep avoiding the issue. Here, so I'm just going to do the thing that I was going to do anyway. <laughs> that yeah. got derailed into a conversation about something I didn't mean to ask yeah. about. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Amelia, we know that people can find you at Dykes underscore Lumber on Instagram. Is there anything else you want to plug? What's the the see you next Tuesday handle? Oh, um, it's C underscore the letter U. Oh, sorry. The letter C underscore the letter U underscore next underscore Tuesday underscore party on Instagram. That's great. <laughs> Which is exhausting, but I think it might be linked in my Instagram was Maybe. at cunts, cunts, cunts taken? <laughs> uh, I think it was, yeah. Okay. I uh, did a lot of Instagram searching for cunt and like any variety of See You Next Tuesday. And was yeah. Like, oh, this is going to be. It is linked on your Instagram. Oh, great. So cool. if you go to Amelia's Instagram from there, you can then follow See You Next Tuesday Party. Yes. Wonderful. This is awesome. Anything else? Do, do your cats have like Instagram handles or anything else no. to plug? Okay. Um, my cat is occasionally featured in my stories. Usually mm. she's upset with me. Right. Yesterday yeah. it was because I wouldn't let her eat cheese popcorn with me. I'd be um, upset about that too. Yeah, she, lo- she loves That's cheese fair. popcorn. I just like, I, I'm not convinced that it's good for her. But yeah. she just like sticks her face in the bag. I'm like, please. <laughs> boundaries. Yeah. Cheese yeah. so popcorn is cat heroin. <laughs> yeah, it's probably not, not good for her. Also reinforcing the cats are lesbians. Oh, yeah. Zero boundaries. <laughs> yeah, zero snack boundaries. Yeah. Just assume every plate of hummus is ours. Yeah. Taking. Uh, you can follow us on uh, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook at Dyking Out. You can follow me at TGI Carolyn. You can follow me at the Sarah York on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, and remember, you can go to dykingout.com to buy tickets to our Stonewall show. Uh, we are anticipating that it is going to probably sell out, so it's good to buy tickets in mm-hmm. advance. Also, because it's cheaper in advance. Um, I mean, it's only five bucks in advance. We're yeah. not trying to... It's nothing you know. crazy. Yeah, no, nothing insane. <laughs> uh, and uh, thank you for diking yeah. out with us this week about, again, I think our dykiest topic... Oh, for sure the dykiest topic ever. It's amazing. Yeah, yeah. it's been I wonderful. I love a hyper-specific topic. Me too. <laughs> Me too. I was trying to think, I was like, was hats dykier? No, no. woodworking for sure. Woodworking is yeah. definitely, <laughs> definitely dykier. Hats. That's a, close, that's a close call. Yeah. It's a close call. <laughs> I feel like the snapback really is like oh, dyke man. culture at its like. The snapback is a whole thing. That's its, it's, it's own our gender. logo. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's our logo. Snapback is yeah. its own gender. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It is a gender. All right. Uh, deck out with us next week. All right. Bye. Hey there, it's Rachel Ballinger, and I am extremely excited to invite you to Rachel Uncensored. It's my podcast where I sit down and get real with my friends and celebrity guests where we talk about all sorts of topics, and sometimes we might be under the influence when we do so. We cover things from personal stories to hot-button issues, and it's the only place on the internet you can find an uncensored version of me. It's a side of me that you might not have seen before because it's not the most family or brand friendly. But don't worry, I'm still sort of slightly a decent human being. If you're intrigued, then make sure you check it out. New episodes drop every Wednesday. You can find it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss out on the fun and candid conversations we have here on Rachel Uncensored.